0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Imperfect Swing Golf Podcast brought to you by Standard Bank Program Series. This week we have the f- first winner of the St- Standard Bank Program Series, Lindy. Uh, thanks for coming on. Um, for the people who aren't familiar with you, can you maybe give us a short little intro?
1: Well, thanks for inviting me on. Um, I'm Lindy Kutse. I'm a professional golf player on the Sunshine Ladies Tour and yeah, playing on the, Pro, the Standard Bank Program Series as well.
0: And, you know, before we get into you know your victory at Glendower, let's kind of dive deeper into Lindy, the golfer and the person. How did you you know fall in love with the game? We all have the the initial golf bug story. You know when did you start out, and you know who kind of influenced you into picking up the game?
1: Well, mine is actually very interesting because I started playing when I was twelve years old. Okay. So I'm not a you know kid prodigy. <laughs> But I actually I hated golf because my dad would always watch golf and I would hate it because it's boring And then he just took me to the driving range one day and I started hitting and he said I was good at it I was like, okay, so I'm good at it. So let's start going for lessons start practicing more and then Actually like from the beginning from the very first it was like, okay This is what I'm gonna do with my life There was no question from the very start
0: and you know before playing golf what other sports did you play you know obviously golf is a quite a technical hand eye coordination game Uh, did you play any other sports that kind of helped that you know
1: yeah i did i played netball okay i played hockey i played softball i and yeah that was that was basically it so a lot of team sports
0: yeah and you know transitioning from that into such an individual sport um you know when you were younger I suppose having your, your pops that's heavily into golf did kind of help and, you know, you could explain a few things. But um, for you, what was the biggest challenge going from team sports to such an individual sport?
1: Uh, well, I think in regards to team sports, you have to, you have to give some percentage of yourself and your how you play the game to a coach or to your team. So there's a lot of, you have to be, what's the word, you have to be compatible, you have to be, yeah. it's, you have to restrict your own game plan and with golf it's just you, You. it's you on that course, there's no one else that could help you, you have to rely on, on yourself and, and what you practice and so it's a lot on you and I think, I think that's, it's nice, so With teams, you you have to rely on your team and your coach. But in golf, it's just you. And that's that's what's nice about it.
0: And, you know, initially joining, you know, the golf sport, um, obviously, uh, women's golf in South Africa isn't as big as it, you know, could be. And especially when you started playing back then, I mean, it was almost like very few women playing golf, to be honest. Um, Was there any, I don't want to say hesitation, but was there any like, there's almost that fear sometimes when you enter a golf a golf club, and you know, did you ever feel that
1: in regards to just the opportunities,
0: just in general, South or even like you know, when when you're playing, you know, there's always that misconception, oh, women golfers are so slow, yeah, and, no. and and the club golfers are always <laughs> throwing always fits. We talk about that. Exactly.
1: No, I think I never knew about the golf in South Africa not being up to standard because I didn't know what it was like in Europe when I first started, and what it was like in America. So for me, it was always you enter and you play, and that's the standard, and you you take it from there. But but I think looking back at it, gol- women's golf in South Africa is is just it's it's really developing, it's really growing. Not even on a professional or competitive amateur level, you know, women starting to play at, at clubs and stuff. It's increasing, so it's it's nice.
0: And you see, that's the thing, like. People think, you know, in order to get more women in golf, we need to see more pros. But it's actually you want to have more club golfers because that's what's going to bring up that initial representation, right?
1: Exactly. You have to, first of all, the club must be lenient towards women. (laughs) But I think they are. I think it's changed. I think over the
0: last maybe five years, we've seen that, you know, clubs are a little bit more... And not even the clubs itself, it's like the members of the clubs because sometimes they can be a bit intimidating to... <laughs> you know,
1: I think it's always the kind of thing where men go to the golf course to to go with their buds and stuff. Yeah. Now I think it's a wife and a husband it, will do it together. Exactly. And that will get the kids involved and yeah. that will get the friends involved. So I think it's, it's growing in a country like South Africa.
0: And, you know, you've played tons of amateur golf. Um... It's fair to say, I think we have, um, you know, Golf RSA, the, the amount of tournaments you guys get to play can o- can only be helpful. Um, back when you were competing amateur-wise, uh, what was your initial uh, feeling, you know, competing? How was that for you? Because uh, I suppose there was there was a fair amount of girls out there.
1: Yeah, and it, there was a fair amount of goal, um, girls, and a fair amount of tournaments. Yeah. So there was a lot of tournaments straight through here. Some big ones, some small ones. There was the IPT, the the provincial golf. So that was that kind of got you ready for the professional lifestyle. But then you kind of get to the Sunshine Tour, where there's only six yeah, here. Yeah. Exactly. So that was kind of an adjustment to make a shock to your system because you're so used to playing every single exactly. second week or something then you get to this pros and then like uh, you don't know <laughs> don't, don't really but amateur golf was fantastic I mean what golf R- RSI is doing for the girls it's it's really I think the standard is there from amateur golf I think the professional golf must just
0: get up a little. and you know for you making the transition from amateur to pro what you know what was the main? Um, I suppose what what led to that decision and what made you turn pro
1: versus staying amateur? Now, like I said, it was never a question for me to not play golf professionally. From the start, that was the that was my decision. I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. So I didn't hesitate. I played one year amateur golf um, after high school, and then it was like I'm I'm ready. Really? I have to be ready sometime. Yeah. So I'm not going to overthink it and just. I'm just gonna go, and that was it. Was good. I didn't feel like there was much of a difference. Just the tournament golf. Okay. You have to stay tournament fit. ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And being tournament ready, what does that mean? For, you know, for for your club golfers watching this. When you say tournament ready, what what do you mean?
1: I mean, like, there's there's a difference between playing casually and playing when it matters, when you want to be good, when yeah. you want to play good. And that want, it, it increases the stress level, the anxiety, it increases that. So just be comfortable with the stress. Be used to it and know how to handle it because when you play with your mates on a Saturday morning, it's very different to yeah. playing a tournament round where you have to play medal, enter a scorecard, sign for the scorecard, it's, it's much de- different. So just be acceptable, just accept the stress. Yeah.
0: And, you know, for you, let's say you're playing in, uh, back when you first turned pro, you know, there's always something that um, makes you stress as a golfer. So if it's, I mean, everyone has the, the first T stress, but um, when you've initially turned pro, was there any part of your, you know, of the around in itself whether it be your game or just generally you know being playing with other pros did what gave you that kind of stress
1: so for me i don't really believe in stress (laughs) it sounds funny but i think stress um you have to find ways to handle stress within yourself and you must understand your personality um so for me the first day stress never bothered me I always say my first tee shot is the best tee shot and then it kind of goes uphill or (laughs) downhill, I don't know. (laughs) And then playing with other pros, I much prefer that. If I could play every round of golf I ever play with pros, it would be great. I love amateurs, but (laughs) different. But um, for me, it's just about, like I said, if you're ready, you're prepared, you worked on your golf swing, you practiced your short game, then there's no need to stress. So for me, it was always, am I ready? Am I going to do this? Am I going to play three good rounds in a row? So that was always my thing, stressed about, am I ready?
0: Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned putting together three rounds. I mean, that's the key to professional professional golf. golf. I mean, (laughs) I think that's the kind of the thing, like you can play on a Saturday morning and shoot 65 one day and then the next day you shoot. It doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Yeah. So playing pro golf and and I suppose that am I ready stress yeah. to put three good rounds together what has been like a learning factor for you in, in order to get three rounds together because you'll play perfect the one round and shoot okay. maybe level par yes. you'll have a, a scrappy day the next day but you'll have a better score so exactly. you know what tips do you have for know young amateurs out Mm -hmm. there or even some pros just to kind of get it around even when you don't have your good stuff i think
1: the one thing that that my dad always taught me was you're just as good as your last shot or you're just as good as your last round so never think that the job's done the job is done when the tournament's over so for me it's it's like um, you have to be comfortable on the golf course you have to find ways to be there for four days or three days or two days or however long the tournament is, for you to play consistent rounds. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to have a good swing that week. Yeah. You have to make this amount of putts. You have to hit this amount of fairways. It's just about finding the consistency. Whatever that is, whether it's mental, whether it's swing, you have to be consistent. That's professional golf or any good golf in that matter.
0: And, you know, you mentioned... um being consistent for people out there you know there's always the there was the misconception I'd say it's slowly working away that women golf and men's golf are not the same level but yet you guys put in the same hours can you maybe you know like you mentioned you're going to go see your coach later this afternoon can you maybe break down your like a practice day with Lindy and how much time you spend you know let's say it's 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 a week before tournament how do you prep for a week before a tournament?
1: So, as much as I would like to say that I've got it all under control or all figured out, I don't. Um, I just recently started with a coach because I've been coaching myself for eight years alongside with my dad. Yeah. I've had coaches here and there, but it just didn't feel Chow. right. Yeah. So transitioning from being on your own and being with a coach, it's it's different. So you have to trust the person. You yeah. have to be, you have to feel like you're making progress. So I'm just starting on that route, working with the coach, building, not building a swing, but finding a swing that's consistent yeah. for tournament golf. So for me practicing, I haven't actually, I don't actually have a practice routine. Okay. i wake up say, okay, I have to practice my putting at some point in the week, so I'll just do it yeah. today and tomorrow. But no, I'm, I'm still on that journey of figuring out how I would like to practice in yeah. a way that's optimal to perform at my best in a tournament. But uh, yeah, just practice in general. Just are any you practice is good yeah. practice. Are
0: you more of a range, they call them range rats? Or range are you you that's good. <laughs> are, or are you a, a nine hole late yeah. afternoon kind of?
1: I believe in balance. I believe there's a time to go stand on the range, Practice your feel, not yeah. ne- not necessarily perfection. Yeah, that's what I had to learn on the hard way. Practice feeling something that you can take to the golf course. That's yeah. important. And so perfection doesn't exist in this game. That's how I feel. So it's it's a I would say it's fifty fifty. It's range time, nine hole because you can't do one hundred percent range and as you know. Yeah, you can't do one hundred percent always on the golf course because you have to work on a few things. So for me, fifty fifty is a a great balance
0: and you know when you say it's it's a funny thing um, you can't you know the the talk between feel and you know we always see that in golf it's like they'll talk about real versus feel yeah. how important is you know that you so when you're on the range just yeah. you personally are you working on feel mostly yeah. and when you're on the course you're kind of just letting it yeah. kind of happen. I
1: always say the golfer that thinks about a swing on the golf course, you're not gonna win. No. You're not gonna be consistent. Yeah. Because there's a million things that goes through your head on one shot. One second, there's like a hundred. I mean things. it starts
0: with your grip and then you're thinking yeah. this. Alignment. Yeah am
1: I oh uh, no, just hit the shot. Yeah. So for me, basics, you practice your basics on the on the driving range. For me personally I'm much more of a feel if I understand what to do in my golf swing, then I can Repeat. Execute. So no, I've never been a, a huge fan of swing genies. I know there's a time and place for th- like swing arcs, arcs and, and stuff. Pla- yeah. I know there's a, there's a time and place for it, and I will use it if there's a, if the time is right. But for me, if I understand what I should feel, then I can repeat it because that's that's the whole reason that you want to feel something. Exactly. You want to repeat it. So the the bigger and brighter the feeling is, the more you can repeat it.
0: And for you now, you know entering, you know you you've been a pro for a while, so it's not to say that you this like, up, yeah. you know this this no. junior golfer who's no, turned pro. No, no. Um, you mentioned joining a coach, and and <laughs> I suppose with golf, it's all about trust, right? From from your coach to yourself, even having a caddy yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um, for you, I suppose in the, in women's golf, this is an issue is that. Yeah. Um, firstly like in the pro level the money isn't good enough mm. in most cases to have a caddy yeah. which is why we see like sometimes in the alley even that yeah. girls are pulling trolleys and and getting in. family members yeah. in for you you've obviously experienced it the hard way you mm. can't pull your trolley during a, a tournament
1: don't ever do that
0: <laughs> How how is that um you know how did you learn that lesson
1: i think if, y- if it works for you do it whatever floats your boat yeah but for me it's it's mental it's physical when you push your trolley and you're not working out every day in the gym yeah it takes a toll on you, yeah. you you're pushing weight you're pulling weight you're not used to that so first of all and of then you, it still it gotta the go- you still got to do the playing have to bit you still swing the and b- think golf and club yeah so physically mentally it's, it's not good I think on amateur level it's fine yeah. because then you get that taste of it's hard, you, exactly. have to, you have to push through it. But when you're pro, there's a lot going against you when you're professional. Why make that extra?
0: Well, you're playing for a living as well. I mean, Why that's not
1: make it easy on yourself, exactly. get help, get someone that can help you. Or not even say anything, just carry the bag.
0: <laughs> and, you know, your mom's been on your bag a few times. Um, how has that been for her to see that transition?
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. She, I mean your family is, is going through you through the ups and downs. So for her to kind of she we talked about that, for her to kind of see my bad days on the golf course and the good days, that's that's great. That's I think for her it's it's also a learning curve for her to, to see what works for me, what she must do better, what I can do better. So she has a standard for me now. How can I say?
0: And I'm sure there's, I mean, there's been, there must have been a few difficult days.
1: Uh, Always. And there will always be.
0: And yeah. how how is that like, in a way, has that also just strengthened your relationship with your mom? Because it's a different, you know, when you're a golfer, you're a different person on oh a yeah, golf course.
1: definitely. Definitely. I think you can um, agree with me that a golfer is a funny Funny species. We yeah. we we can be one person in life, and then on the golf course we can be sometimes a monster, a monster or yeah. <laughs> just be totally, you know. But I think she she learned a lot about, you know, my how can I say the the struggles that I have within yeah. myself because you d- you won't talk to someone when you're not on the golf course and you won't open up. Yeah. But she really, you know, she got an understanding for professional golf and she. I think she got, a, got to see another side of me, which is not always, you know, preferable. Like yeah. preferable. You, don't want to, you don't want your mother to see <laughs> you losing control of yourself sometimes. But it happens, and you get through it, and you get stronger, as you say.
0: And, you know, with you having your mom on your bag, you had on the bag for the win at Lindauer. How was that to, you know, the ups and downs, and to finally get that victory with your mom on the bag, how was that?
1: It's the same. I think she always tells me that when it, whether you lose or win, you're the same person. She actually told me after the win, "I'm sorry that I'm not, you know, more ex-
0: like excited, excited about excited it, yeah. for
1: you because you, you're still the same person." Yeah, I I love you whether you win or lose. It's the same. So for her, it's it's nice, obviously, but for me, it's like I told her from the beginning: "You're not my mom on the on the bag. Yeah, you're not my mother. <laughs> you're my caddy." This is work. We have to keep this professional.
0: No, so, no, lovey-dovey. No,
1: lovey-dovey. You just, you're my caddy. Cool.
0: Okay. And for you, how was that? You oh, know, it's great to to have alongside you.
1: Yeah, it's great. I mean, they are the only people that stayed with me. Yeah. That you know those corny stuff <laughs> of you know I believe in you. We'll get through this. Yeah. We'll We'll build something together and just being her being there just means like we as a team have succeeded it's not just me they work just as hard they um give up a lot of things just as me just so it's it's a team thing and that's that's what's really nice
0: to win on that course i think you finished on five under how you know you mentioned you're trying to you know build this new kind of lindy Mm -hmm. golfer you know system
1: definitely um
0: does this reinforce that you're on the right track and yes. you're kind of working towards the... Because I, I know you didn't have your, your good stuff that week as no, well. You weren't yeah. really on form. No. So how nice was it to see you put those two rounds together as well?
1: You know when you um, you, n- you don't necessarily ask for something. Yeah. You just get it. That was the, the deal for me that week. I was just... I actually kind of... It went through my mind to not actually play. That That's how bad yeah. I felt before that tournament. Ball striking wise, you know, I didn't know what the ball was going to do when I hit it. So it's not nice going to play a tournament. So I was really at a low. And then I told my, my mom on the bag, I think on the fifth hole the first day, I told her, I'm th- I'm trying everything. Every, every swing thought that I did in the past, nothing's working. I can't, I, I don't know what to do. So, and then I told her, listen, the game plan now is just to forget about my swing, accept it. Like, say before I hit the golf shot, I'm going to be like, okay, cool. I'm going to miss it right or left. I'm happy with it. Yeah. I can up and down from either side. And then what's funny is sometimes I'll chip it in. Yeah. I think I had three chip-ins that week. and One from the bunker, one from... And that was all for birdie, you know, because the and shots. And are that's <laughs> kind
0: of like stealing shots around Lindau, exactly. to be honest. And you don't,
1: you don't plan for it. Yeah. You, d- you don't stand there and be like, I'm going to hit this in. I'm going to sink it. Yeah. You just, it happens because you're, you're not. Too focused on the result. Your expectation's not yeah. there. So that's, what, that's what's really nice about that week. And that's, I kind of understand golf in another light now because. Yeah. Sometimes you can do whatever you want on the golf course and nothing's working. You can no, Exactly. Hit, you know, you can hit pure pure strikes and on every tee shot or every iron shot and you'll still play like 2 over par or level par. And then you get those days where everything just works for you. So I think golf you just have to not plan ahead, just just see what happens. Do your work and just see what happens.
0: And I mean the first round as you you know you went through the the front nine but as soon as you hit the back nine, you kind of caught fire. You had, I yeah. think, what was it, four birdies in a row? Five?
1: Four birdies, four and, birdies and an eagle. A, and an eagle. Yeah.
0: So, That's you know, in that moment, you know, there, there's all this, um, you know, when you talk to mental coaches, they'll tell you, you know, you can't have high highs and you can't have low lows. So even when you're on a birdie streak, you can't get too excited because you still have to focus on. So, So for you, in that moment what was your thinking did you did you kind of stay very present well
1: let me tell you if I had my if if I had my I, I'll call it the old mindset yeah I would get so excited after two birdies I would be like I've got this you know I'm, <laughs> I'm on a high but because I had this I would call it a mental game plan yeah I was I was steady I was calm I wasn't even realizing that I made I played six under in, in what Five holes. Five holes. I didn't realize it. I was like, okay. After the round, I realized, wow, I'm four under. Yeah. And you know those mental coaches always tell you to don't don't count, don't realize yes, what you're doing. Exactly it's yes. harder mm-hmm. than it, it looks. Yeah. But in that moment, because I had like a mental game plan to just accept anything, because I was like, okay, I, had a, I have a birdie. I might get a double bogey now. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just have to hit my next shot and see what happens. So... Yeah, that was nice. I didn't realize it.
0: <laughs> I think to go on that stretch is, especially on the back nine at Glendale, I think it allows for it. But if you're just a little off, you're in big trouble around there. What part of your game, even though you weren't swinging it well, when you went on that streak, you know, what was working? Was it the short game that just Driver clicked? and short game. Driver.
1: Driver and short game. I think on you have to analyze the course sometimes and yeah. say like a course like, a, you know Glendale. Yeah. Sometimes if you hit a bad drive, there's no way you know you, you kind or, of fighting yeah you're you're struggling so the first day my my driver and my um short game not even just my putting or chipping short game as a general from 50 meters in that was perfect so i felt like i could get away with bad irons because that's what i was struggling exactly. with at that time is is my irons? so just hitting the drive <laughs> Getting the ball after the yeah. iron shot, just that was my main goal. <laughs> just to find my ball, <laughs> and then just let my eye or let my short game finish the hole, and that, it worked quite well on the course like Lindauer.
0: You know, you you want to say you don't believe in stress, but when you have someone like Tandy, that's kind of, you know, kind of giving you a run for your money. You know, she's played on the LET for for years and years and years. She's, you know, a seasoned veteran. Oh, yeah. She's probably one of the more consistent players. She's
1: I think a legend in South African yeah. women's golf at this point, yeah. And how
0: was it to, you know, be fighting alongside her but also to finally get the win? Yeah. Was that was that also just quite big for you as well?
1: That was when I it's actually a funny story because I'm I started with a double drop. Yeah. Ivana, I think started with a birdie, and Tandy with a par. So immediately, I felt like I was on the back foot. Yeah. So there, my stress actually just went down because I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> what now? <laughs> now I'm gonna have to just hit the ball and see what happens." Yeah. So for that whole round, that again, that was my mental game plan. Is I felt the whole round, I I actually felt on the back foot. No matter if I make a birdie, yeah. I still felt okay. It's not. I'm still it's not fighting. Done. No, yeah. it's not done. So when we got on 17 and 18, I that is the first time that I felt I needed to look at the leaderboard yeah. because I have to know should I fight a little bit hard. And that was when I realized you should always fight. You should always want to sink the putt, not just to win or something. So then on the 18th green, I told my mom just count the scorecard. I should yeah. just I just want to know <laughs> what what's at stake here. <laughs> So I had a birdie putt, missed it short, Tandy up and down for par, and I was like, "Okay, did we half or <laughs> did I happen- win? What's happening? Did you win?" And as she said, "I win. So I was like, "Okay, cool." That I, and again, you can't plan to have that mindset. Yeah. It just happened. It just and I don't want to get used to it because I know that it won't happen again because it is stressful when you know you have Tandy yeah. on on you, just chasing you down so just that week i didn't felt that stress but i know that it's gonna happen you're gonna you're gonna look at the other golf and what they're doing so but yeah tandy i mean having her chase you down it's 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 not stressful it's an honor (laughs) okay (laughs) to be honest well
0: i mean it's fair to say like watching her play you can see she's she's been doing it for years and years and also the level she does it it's like um often she'll react badly to a shot and meanwhile she's still putting birdie and I'm like Tans it's not that bad but you know obviously at that level she's got so much expectation Mm. as well but I mean I think she also does a lot for women's golf just in general
1: She's a great role model I mean from the start of her career until now there's been nothing no bumps for her in that journey because she's been so consistent so she's just a pure human being overall so now I think she's a great South African. What do you call it? Ambassador for golf. Yeah. So.
0: And I guess that's kind of what the Standard Bank Pro Am series is about. It's kind of like you're uniting women's golf, but you're not. It's not in that um, cutthroat manner. In a, in a way, it's kind of like we're all a part of this journey, trying to better women's golf. And I think that's what you know the Standard Bank Pro Am series has done.
1: Um, someone said to me that the Standard Bank Pro Am. Or they they uh, they said that the Sunshine Tour and the Standard Bank it's it's a great thing for women's golf and I kind of felt like you should not compare the Standard Bank pram Series with the Sunshine yeah. Ladies Tour. It's not it's not comparable. It's the Sunshine Ladies Tour and the Standard Bank pram yeah. Series. It's not the same, and we shouldn't treat it the same. The Standard Bank Pram Series is, I think, will develop in in such a huge manner. Sorry, in a manner for South African women's golf. Not not even just the pros, but ladies at, in general. I think we will see much more ladies
0: Pick playing up the in the pro Amps yeah.
1: than men. M- yeah. Because it's just women and women, and we understand each other. So I think it's exciting.
0: And for you, obviously, I mean, the money they've put in is substantial. You know, oh, s- playing for 600,000 rand, yeah. uh, every event. Mm-hmm. Um your winner's check was 66,000. Yeah,
1: it's great. Uh,
0: for you personally as a as a woman golfer how nice is it to see, you know, Standard Bank come mm-hmm. to the party with and not just the 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 marketing mm-hmm. ploy of yeah. are we going to? I mean they this is now their second year. I always mm-hmm. say to the guys, you know, for you to go after your first year and continue to do it is where you know, you you start doing the talking and the action speaks louder than words.
1: Exactly. That's where you kind of realize that they're really in it, not just for themselves. Exactly. They're really in it because the meaning behind it means a lot to them. So, I mean, last year I thought that the prize money was, you know, good Good. enough. You felt, wow, this This is is good money. money." And I think doubling it this year, or not double, but nearly. I'm still in shock. Winning, I think, 66,000 Rand for two days of competition golf. Who wouldn't want to do that? Exactly. that's why I say, like, the pros are going to want to play in these programs because you get money, you get your costs covered and then you don't even have costs.
0: Exactly. (laughs) And I think, you know, for you, as well, mentioning, you know, initially only having the six weeks to play for, but now there's so much more to play for. So that's, how does that now impact your future and planning I know you you are thinking about going over to Europe so this at least will have you ready by the time you know instead of just kind of preparing yourself for six weeks and then you have nothing exactly, ready. Yeah.
1: that was that was really a shock to play only six weeks a year and then yeah. you kind of Chilly. what to do now um, so having more tournaments throughout the year I think will not include not only increase women's golf in south africa to a better standard professionally i think because you will get more pros like i said wanting to play this because if you go to europe and you're feeling a bit off that's what i told my parents say next year i'll play in europe i have my card hopefully then i go play in europe i'm feeling a bit off with my golf then I come and play the Standard Bank, yeah. although there is that rule of you have to play at least five or four to be in contention for the order, order of, merit of merit at Standard Bank s- um, in the Prime Series. So, but you have that, you have the opportunity to play in your country, yeah, exactly. in, in your, you know, in your environment to compete. That's that's th- the reason why we are professionals. Yeah, we want to compete. We want to earn money essentially and then i think it's just great you don't have to go to europe you don't have to go so
0: and you don't have to wait for the next season
1: you don't have to (laughs) wait what eight months for the next season i mean your golf can go very low and then you have to build it up again 100 percent.
0: and i think that's the thing it's like we see a lot of um our local golfers go on this extreme high and then extreme low and then you you come again to the season and you know it's it's the same thing with the men's you're almost trying to peak for the co sanctions because you that's an opportunity to get a card or potentially invites and so on um but it's also the fact that you're trying to peak for two weeks of the year like yeah that, that's that's insane it's
1: so hard because i don't want to, it to sound like excuses never but sometimes you get to the 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 slt tour the sunshine ladies yeah. tour, and then and then you're like oh my clubs Aren't good yeah. because there's a difference again. Playing casually yeah. with your mates and then actually competing for a scorecard and exactly. signing a scorecard at the end of the round. So you find that your fitness is not at that level. I've heard a couple of girls say like they get to the season and then they would get sick because yeah. it's a shock to the system to travel to play golf. Yeah, because cause it
0: normally happens within six weeks. Six
1: weeks. I mean, you have to you have to travel between different provinces sometimes. Yeah and then play four rounds of golf. Different conditions, different needs,
0: I mean you're playing Sound City, you're playing Cape Town, you're playing uh George, George,
1: Dimension Data so no it's it's but it's still we have to be thankful for that because it's something exactly and if you look at the Sunshine Tour as another as another thing it's it's developing yeah I mean we had two co-sanctioned tournaments this year with the L.E.T. so it's still it's still great just for south african golf it's not enough yeah exactly it's something it's it's a lot we're not you know not thankful but it's it's difficult
0: and i suppose having seven standard bank prime series events over the next uh, well six now over the next six months um I suppose it has to change the way you look at your game now because oh, yeah. now you have to be ready. There's Definitely. no there's no chilling yeah. and waiting for next year March. Like you have to be ready now.
1: Yes, and for me personally, I have time to make sure my my game is ready. Check, yeah. So you get your game, you, you play a tournament, and then you see, okay, my driver is off. Then you maybe go for driver fitting, figure that out. Then you actually, after like three weeks or four weeks preparing, you're automatically at a peak exactly. for the next tournament so it's not like this and it's not six months yeah <laughs> so it's it's a very great balance of distribution throughout the year
0: and going forward you know what's your you know you, you mentioned in your winning interview that this kind of sets the expectations but in a good way like you want to feel this that kind of pressure of wanting to perform so for you going forward now it's it's almost like that realization you had that you want to you want to be fighting every is that now you want to be
1: um it's like i say i i don't want to be um uh what do you call it like overconfident and say i'm going to win every standard bank for me it's i want to be in contention just to give myself a chance of consistency in, in being in contention every tournament.
0: Exactly. So yeah,
1: you want to win everything, but you're not necessarily going to win everything. But for me it's important because I know it's my potential. Yeah. To be in contention. So I want to I want to be on level with my potential and come um, be in contention for every tournament.
0: And you know speaking on, on, you know, Tandy being a great ambassador, just going back to that for you, growing up playing golf as a as a South African woman, who who did you look up to? Because I mean, back when we were growing up, there wasn't really much coverage on women's golf. So who were, who were those role models for you in the golfing space? And be it man or woman, like who who kind of inspired you? South
1: African or let's say let's say South Africa yeah okay, let's both.
0: say both a bit of international and a bit of South okay. African South way.
1: African I would have to say Tandy I mean not just because I've played with her now but yeah. because when I was an amateur I think I was 14 or 15 she actually come and played at the course that we lived yeah. on at that point okay. and I played a round of golf with her and I was in shock with just the person she is in, yeah. in, 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 in whole, the golfer, the the personality, because she has such a such Ugly, a, a great, bubbly, energy. outgoing. Yeah, she's so I have to say, Tandy, Tandy, and um, well, Leanne Pace. I mean, yeah. who other?
0: Yeah. She's she's done. What it do you all. call it?
1: The goat <laughs> of South African women's golf. So yeah.
0: yeah, she makes it look easy, eh?
1: She does too easy. She she's not actually good for the game because yeah. she creates. that expectation that it's easy
0: (laughs) and I mean you know when you play with a Tandy and a Leon Pace what do you pick up you know you've played well in the Sunshine Ladies where you've had your second finishes and you know what how often are you learning from, you know, you don't want to be consumed by your playing competitor, but when you're playing with the Leanne Pace, who's won in the LPGA, who's won in the NET, yes, yes. there's obviously opportunities yes. to
1: learn. And I think that's the beauty of golf is, yeah, they, they, they are your competitors. You want to beat them every time. But there's a sense of respect to yeah. say that this is what they do better than me. I can learn from them in this and this and this. So with Leanne Pace, it's just, if I, the the day that I can get her composure on the golf course is the day that I will say I made it, (laughs) not even (laughs) by winning a tournament, just her composure is, is really something to, to admire and to look at. And, and Tandy, I mean, just, she's a very relatable golfer to, because she's hard on herself, but she's also realistic if you play with her you'll hear that she sometimes says if she hit a bad shot she's like okay i'll do better the next time yeah okay fine i'll take that and the next time she will just be hard on herself like every golfer so so now those two are really i think growing up my personal favorites
0: and now that you we've entered this era of um you know women's golf being big and where it should be, you know, there's a lot of coverage now. Not to say it, it, it's the best, but it could be better. You know, we see a lot of LPGA. We'd like to see more LET. Um, who kind of inspires you now in this current, you know, in our, let's say our generation, because that's kind of where, yeah.
1: Um, in golf? Golf. In golf. Um, I think our generation. Maybe does Bryson count yeah, on I our mean, generation? Yeah. Because I'm not necessarily a fan of trying to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Trying to reinvent golf. But he's just kind of that person that shows that you can do it in in so many different ways mm. and still be successful. You don't have to do it the conventional way, although it's preferable. Yeah. Like you have to <laughs> you don't have to reinvent something, but I think he's just Worldwide, the most um, unique. Yeah. You can do it on your own way, and you, you don't have to do it.
0: Can I have the one length clubs? Yeah, and you
1: can. Just if you if you trust in what you're doing, then you'll succeed. It's kind life. of
0: going back to you saying you need to understand the feel. So once you understand your feel, you can kind your of your feel,
1: not yeah. not Tiger Woods's feel. Yeah. I mean, he's the best golfer. You can write a book about his golf swing and yeah. about his golf and but you can't relate that to every golfer.
0: No, exactly. So,
1: Bryce, so not necessarily doing it the way he does, but taking that of as
0: Finding do whatever you want yeah. to
1: do. Just make it work. Trust it. So, yeah, I would say.
0: And, you know, going forward, you've you've got your victory now. Um, what have you learned? You know, I think uh, <laughs> it's funny. I've recently caddied um, on the, the LET for a bit and It's almost like every golfer has to go through that journey of accepting that you don't play perfect golf to play good golf.
1: I mean, you just answered your own question. I think the one thing that I learned from this, um, no matter how big the tournament or how small the tournament perfect golf doesn't exist yeah i think when the day when you stop trying is the day when you realize that it's not that hard it's yeah. not that difficult so just realizing that you can't do everything perfect you can't practice perfect you can't play perfect and that's that's the biggest thing that i'll take away from glendower is you can still perform um with imperfect something imperfect yeah. with your game. if you have a total imperfect game i think no that is not good enough but you have strong points every week so whether it's the driver iron short game it's not going to be the same every week and identifying your strong points and your weak points being honest with yourself i think will make a massive difference because then you can play for your strong stronger points
0: and with that um lindy thanks for coming on and thanks making fighting. the trip from from That's uh, that was good Worth the traffic.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I always love talking about golf. It's it's always you learn. You always learn something, as you know.
0: Hundred um, percent. Thanks to Standard Bank Programme Series for firstly supporting women's golf. I think uh, it's always a it, it, it gives us a bit of hope, I guess. Like mm. that, you know, a big company like Standard Bank yeah. is, is believes, willing to
1: believes in women's exactly. golf and want to make it better. So
0: yeah. So thanks for for coming on board and supporting the the podcast yes. as well um maybe we'll be doing a few more episodes with lindy depends
1: uh i want to (laughs) i'm gonna definitely play for it because this is fun (laughs)
0: exactly so thanks guys uh make sure to check it out on all the channels and uh, we'll see you guys in the next one